Hey, hurdlers. Emily here, chiming in with another installment of Five Minute Friday from Hurdle. Before we get into it, a big announcement. I am taking a one-week season break because season three of Hurdle is coming to a feed near you, ASAP, wherever you get your podcasts. In all fact, it's actually launching on July 13th. So next week, I'm taking some time to get some ducks in a row before I come back with a really, really exciting season. I I mean that. I am such a huge fan of all of the individuals I bring on the show. But let me tell you, the guests that I have lined up for season three, it makes me feel really content, which sounds like a an odd word, I guess, to use in this case. But some of these individuals I have been quote unquote chasing forever. When I ask on social media who it is that you want to hear from, these are a lot of the names that come into my DMs. And I'm also really proud that it is the most diverse season of the show yet. I'm really looking forward to bringing you some super engaging stories. I can tell you right off the bat that I cried in at least two of the interviews I have coming down the pipe for you. So trust me, stay tuned. Again, to reiterate, I'll be taking a quick break next week, but I'll be back on July 13th, coming in summer prime time, hotter than ever. Anyway, this week for Five Minute Friday, I'm talking about the difference between fact versus feeling. So I'm going to give you some background. A few years ago, I took a, I participated in a 40-day challenge of sorts through one of my favorite yoga studios, Lion's Den. They have two locations in New York City. They've got one in Tribeca and one in Chelsea. And this 40-day challenge, of course, included a ton of yoga, but it also had weekly meetings where we went through a book from Baron Baptiste called The 40 Days to Personal Revolution. And the subtitle on this is A Breakthrough Program to Radically Change Your Body and Awaken the Sacred Within Your Soul. Sounds like a lot, I know. Basically, in these weekly meetings, we would go through a workbook and really kind of open up and do just that, like crack into the nitty gritty. I remember as part of the conversations that we were having in these weekly workshops, people would share personal stories of things that they were going through. And I don't recall the exact story that was shared, but I do remember a woman saying, I can't do this. And that is where Bethany Lyons, the founder of the yoga studio, stopped her and she said, I want to talk you through something. And I'll never forget this. She said, there is a difference between what you feel to be true and what is true. And she gave us an example. She said, I have blonde hair. I am afraid of heights. Now, there's a difference between those two statements, right? In fact, she does have blonde hair. I don't think that comes from a box of dye. She was born naturally a blonde. The I am afraid of heights, though, she feels as though she's afraid of heights. That is something that you could probably do something about, right? You could try to face your fear, but think about just how that changes things, right? When you say, I feel as though I'm afraid of heights versus I am afraid of heights. It makes it no longer a definitive statement. So I'll bring a couple of examples from this week into the mix. For years now, I have been scared to cross the George Washington Bridge on foot or on bike. 
I have been told for so long now that getting there is scary. You're super close to oncoming traffic. The turns leading up to the bridge are super narrow. There's one particular hairpin turn that is super uncomfortable. If you're on a bike, the climbing, the hills, it's just, it's just a lot. And so for years, I've just said the sentence, I can't do the GW. Last week, a friend of mine got back into town and she asked me, now that I have been biking, if I wanted to join her on a ride across the GW into New Jersey and go up a popular path here called River Road. And I wanted to say the exact same thing that I've been saving for years. Oh, I don't do the GW. But then like I took a step back and I remembered again, Bethany saying, I feel as though, and the idea of separating fact from feeling. And I thought to myself, what am I waiting for? You know, almost nine years ago when I moved to New York, and that's just the craziest sentence for me to say, but I came here with a to-do list of more than a hundred things. And this to-do list, like it had a ton of different things on it, literally from visiting like different museums to going to Beauty and Essex to staying up until dawn. And something else that was on there was run, walk, or bike across every major bridge that touches Manhattan. This would include the GW. Now, I do need to note that I once told someone this on a date. And on the second date, he had me meet him in a bar in the Lower East Side. And then our next stop on the date, was the two of us, little beknownst to me, walking across the Williamsburg Bridge. And it was probably one of the sweetest things that anyone has ever done for me. I digress. Basically, on this to-do list, the GW was the last bridge in me checking off this walk, run, bike across every major bridge that touches Manhattan thing. And I was the only thing that was standing in my own way. So finally, when I agreed to go with my friend on this bike ride on Monday, like, I was scared. Don't get me wrong. But it was really empowering to be like, this is how I feel. I understand that it is just a feeling. I am capable of moving past this, of overcoming my fears. And once I recognized that like I was capable and that that fear was not fact, it was just a feeling, then I was able to do more to take action. And so like, God, crossing that bridge and like finally like being in New Jersey, which sounds super silly because like who says I'm so excited to go to New Jersey, but I got to New Jersey and I was stoked. Like I was, I had the biggest goofiest grin across my entire face. I was so satisfied. I felt so empowered that I did it right. Like I finally did this thing that I've been wanting to do for so long. And that's because I was able to distinguish from what is fact and what is feeling. I know it can be like really hard, right? We get crippled with these ideas. Like I think about someone saying, I am stuck in this awful relationship or I'm not productive. Those two things, like you feel as though you're stuck in this relationship. You feel as though you're not productive, but don't let your feelings define who you are. You can still be a productive person and have non-productive days. It happens to everyone. Heck, we're in a pandemic. We're working from home constantly. Like it happens to the best of us, to the most productive 
humans. But when you can separate again this fact from feeling, you can have some grace with yourself and you can make positive progress. When you recognize that you have control, it's a really beautiful thing. And once you understand that you have the power to make an impact on your own feelings, you take ownership over that, it's pretty great. So my prompt for you this week, think about this. What is one example of feel versus fact in your life? Where can you take control? Highlights of the week. And as always, links to all this goodness can be found in the show notes in the link with the description to this episode. First things first, read A Movement, Not a Moment from GQ. Wow. I mean, I clicked on this earlier today and my mind was blown just looking through the powerful imagery in this article. The photos are taken by a Harlem-based photographer. Her name is Flo Nagala. I hope I'm saying that right. There, the photos are incredible. She's documenting the energy of New York City during the Black Lives Matter protests, and it is something. You definitely have to give it a look. Next up for Listen, Monovision, a new album by Ray LaMontagne. I used to listen to Ray LaMontagne in the Homer Babbage Library at UConn. This new album has been my background music for the last couple of days as I'm working, and I really dig it. I suggest starting with the songs Roll Me Mama, Roll Me, or I Was Born to Love You, which may or may not eventually just have to be my wedding song. Also, take a listen to Brene Brown's podcast, Unlocking Us. Her episode with Judd Apatow on vulnerability and laughter was a really, really, really great conversation. I know that most of you know who Judd Apatow is. He's responsible for some of the best comedy films and hit TV shows from the past couple of decades, including Knocked Up and Trainwreck and Anchorman and The Big Sick, which I feel like I want to watch later tonight. Anyway, in this episode of the podcast, they talk about what makes things funny and why they're funny. And they also have a really, really interesting talk about the thin line between humor and grief. And last but not least, you have got to check out my friend Erin has a newsletter called The Daily Writing Dose. And so every day she delivers a thoughtful prompt to your email inbox. And I just love the idea of this. It's something that I wanted to do for all of you, but I just came to realize that it's not within my bandwidth. So alas, I have found the perfect person to give you regular writing prompts so you can tune in to your soul. You can uncover some feelings and just get some writing done. Thank you so much for listening to 5-Minute Friday. I hope that you guys are liking this series. As always, if you like what you're listening to, head on into the iTunes store, rate and review hurdle. It means the world to me. That is the biggest understatement. Also, of course, as you know, 5-Minute Friday releases simultaneously with the weekly Hurdle newsletter. I would love for you to subscribe to that. Click on over to the show notes. You can get the link to do that there. At Emily Abadi, at Hurdle Podcast on social. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time.